are now listening to the NYYST Podcast. Welcome back. This is episode 191 of the NYYST Podcast. I am your host, Christian. And now I got to amend my beginning because it's not as always. It's whenever my tummy doesn't hurt. Uh, you're not stack guy, right? Chris. <laughs> I don't even know what I said. Yo. <laughs> and, and stack guy, right? What? 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 Uh, I pulled a, uh, I pulled a Christian last week. I didn't listen to your guys show. Yeah. Because I wasn't on it. So oh, it was a good, it was a good show. That's also because you weren't on it. We were gonna make fun of you. You couldn't. Your ego couldn't handle that. Right, 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 right. I listened to the beginning just to hear what you guys would say. We weren't. Oh, oh my Tommy hurts. No, nah, I was hungover as fuck. I'll tell you that. I don't even. Mm-hmm. I came home the night before. My hand was bloody. I think I punched a concrete wall because I was mm-hmm. excited. I won beer pong, mm-hmm. and uh, I couldn't do it. I didn't want to bring down the show. Mm. Well, why didn't you stay home today? Oh. <laughs> Funny yeah. dick. So why don't you leave us a five-star rating review on iTunes? Open that app up and j- just drop us a line whether or not you want Chris to go on the 60-day DL for the rest of the season. Here. No, that's fucked take up because now we'll that's take, it. Then I'll be off the we'll, show. I'll just produce. We'll, that's fine. It's the injured we'll take list. Him. You could do like Al Dukes does on Boomer and Geo. Just like chime in when we want you to. Speaking of being drunk the last time me and you were together and were a little tipsy didn't you weren't you telling me about a product that you wanted me to purchase because when you're drunk we're actually friends and you care about my bowls <laughs> and you care about my well-being what'd what you tell you me about ch- huh what, what did uh, you, you gotta tell me up. about something you gotta clean up bro uh, you know that's not just for you that's for other people as well Okay. So ironically, two, three weeks ago, Christian's telling me to purchase the Manscaped kit. Yeah. At the at the what was it, Fourth of July party? Jesus Christ. And I'm sitting there and let me tell you something. I thought he was part of the, the company because he sold me on it. And ironically enough, they reached out to us and we're hoping for a long term partnership. With Manscaped, they're sending us a bunch of stuff before we start dropping, you know, their ad copy and all that stuff throughout the show. They are sending us stuff because they want us to groom the bulls and actually use the product before Which we talk I do about already, it. By the way, but our code is live. I do too, but I gotta, I gotta be honest. What's the code? It's myyst. If you go to manscaped.com, use promo code myyst, you get twenty percent off your order plus free shipping right now on on the entire thing. But I got to be honest you know with what? you. I'm going to up the ante on this. Let me hear it. Okay. If you use our code NYYST on Manscaped and send us a direct message on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk with a screenshot with the receipt of your order that you Absolutely. use our code, you will get a free t-shirt of your choice from our website. Absolutely. Was going to say that also. I love that. I agree with it. I'm down with it. Um, but I got to say, I'm someone who I have ball shaving anxiety. Like I'm scared that my hand's going to slip because it's slipped before. Uh-huh. 
So I'm excited to try this product all around. My wife's I'm excited. Ready. I'm excited. Uh, all right. So <clears throat> before we're officially in a long-term relationship with Manscaped, I will tell you this, that you have to be a real idiot in order to hurt yourself using this product. Yes. Yeah. You can, you can basically That's what go I've heard. in there. You can basically go in there, the drunkest you have ever been in your life, wow. and still come away unscathed. Wow. That says a lot. And they got other stuff, too, besides, like, the, uh, yeah, besides uh, they the. Call it, they call it the crop preserver. Mm. It's basically ball cream. Shit, shit is top notch. So if you don't want to go out and spend 60 bucks on a razor, hey, the, the crop preservers of what, nine ninety nine with our code, you get it for eight bucks shipped to your house for free. It's worth trying out. You help out your, your the fellows here at NYYST. Everybody and, wins. And, and this product, the cropped, what's it called? The crop, crop duster? Crop preserver. Crop preserver. This is just like a cream or a spray. You use it instead of baby powder? C. And it smells good? C. Wow. What, what was this, Ryan? It smells good. What was this? I was just spraying. I was shaking the bottle, spraying. Tiny, tiny, tiny. Well, Tyler no. Wade hit a home run today, so when you're making that motion, bro, we gotta, we just got to check in on you. Yeah, That's bro. it. I felt good today. So, yeah, leave us a five-star rating review. Head to manscaped.com. Use promo code MIYST and screenshot us that, and we'll give you anything, any shirt off our fan shop for free. Boom. Done. Can't beat that. Can't beat that. No, it's a two for one. Exactly. Who who can beat free? Nobody can beat free. No one. Nobody. Uh, who can beat the Yankees? It seemed like everybody could beat the Yankees oh, coming into the last God, couple yeah. of days here because the Yankees were on a uh, before Dylan Batanzas decided to gift wrap a win for his old ball club, uh, which landed him on the IL. By the way, so yeah, a lot of pitchers uh, going down, man, throughout the league. Well, you know, we uh, Ryan. Ryan had the quote from James Paxton last week. They, you know, he blamed it on the uh, short uh, summer camp uh, ramp up after these guys came back from uh, the COVID, you know, break. Damn, that sucks. So Dellen's last series as a Yankee at Yankee Stadium, he tears his Achilles, lands on the IL, and then no, that was actually that was at Toronto. Seattle. Oh, it, it was away. It was away. Yeah, okay, my fault. My fault. Take it back. Take it. But back. we get it. Yeah, we get always, the connection. Yeah, it's still a Yankee connect. That tech, How many games is Technically, the Mets were. Oh, oh no, yeah. they were away. They, they, they were. They were away. They came. You know, good for Dellen, man. He's won. He's won the Yankees a lot of games in uh, his career, and he won them another one on Saturday. So, yeah. Fuck. Thank you. Thank you, Dellen. Thank you. Dylan. Uh, so, you know, we were hitting hard times here. The Yankees, uh, they didn't play last weekend because the Mets had COVID, right? Yeah. Mets had a little COVID outbreak, little so COVID. That, the Subway Series last weekend was canceled. Uh, and then they were had a scheduled off day Monday. Then Tuesday was raining in Atlanta. So then we had a doubleheader in Atlanta on Wednesday with a day off on Thursday. So there was a lot of off time for the New York Yankees. This was coming off a sweep at the hands of the, the Rays. Then they got swept by the Braves. And then they lost. Then they got swept by the Mets. Seven-game losing streak. I mean... If you followed, if you're on Yankee Twitter, if you follow the show and how we've chronicled the madness that is Yankee Twitter, I'm sure you can imagine how bad the fans were uh, yeah. this past week. Uh, so, you know, that means seven game losing streak, people got to go. And at the top of that list uh, was the manager, Aaron Boone. 
So I think we should open the show with discussing Boone's 2020 performance and maybe his prospects heading into 2021. I have not been able to find any contract information on him. This is his third year. I have not heard that he's a lame duck manager, so I'm assuming he has a deal for next season. Yeah, uh, I I believe he does. I think through next season, right? I believe it was through 2021. Yeah, and usually that type of stuff comes uh, down unless I just apparently a team option for 2021. Ah, there you go. I mean, according to Empire Sports. So we have to ask the question. I think this is the the ultimate question at this point. The Yankees are are what nineteen and thirteen now. They were on they were on the brink of being seventeen and fourteen, and they come back miraculously today. And now and now we have to still ask the question: Is Aaron Boone still the guy? And I think it's irrational to think otherwise right now. I think this guy has been phenomenal since he got here. But I will question a little bit outside of today because he started to push the right buttons. Um, His players were performing that were supposed to perform and come through. Not even just his performance during games. He's been off a little this year. I'll give the fans that. And I think we all agree on that. He doesn't seem as enthusiastic. I know it's a weird year. I know... Things aren't the same, but he definitely seems a little off to me. But it's not to the level where I can start questioning myself, like, is he still the guy? Of course. I mean, how could you not think that? Well, you know, you know, coming into today's game, uh, you know, the, the, the offense have been, has been anemic. There's no other way to say it. Uh, they scored some runs today, uh, you know, thanks to the Mets, basically. Uh, but... The problem is that this team is so hurt this year. And is it worse than last year? I don't really know. I mean, you can look at it. It's probably about the same yes. on paper. But you you kind of had the feeling that this next man up thing where everybody that they plucked uh, and, and put into the lineup, it wasn't going to work out again this year. It just wasn't. You couldn't get lucky two years in a row on that. Well, can I say one thing on that? When you talk about the next man up mentality, that's not just a guy-by-guy thing. That's a team culture thing. That's that's a winning culture, no one's going to beat us type mentality. And where does that stem from? It stems from chemistry. It stems from what these guys are used to doing and, and bonding and, and picking each other up. They don't have that this year. The, with this COVID shit going on, they can't they can't do the same things off the field as they did last year. The enthusiasm around baseball for most teams right now is not going to be the same as it was last year. Is that an excuse? Absolutely not. But you ha- if you really break it down, it's reasonable outside of the fact that last year was insane what they did. It's reasonable to assume that they're not going to be able to reproduce that with all these injuries in a COVID-stricken season. Uh, yeah, I guess that's, that could be a good point. There's also another point that I need to make is that you actually owe somebody an apology for uh, calling him a, a trash bag or a trash can Who? or, or a dumpster. Who? I call a lot Who? of people that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So basically uh, you owe him uh, a public apology on this show for calling him a trash can. Who? Who do you call that? You know, the the person in my life who triggers you the most. Your cousin. Yeah. Garbage human being. He was the first person and rushed to his uh, 
his tablet to place an order on Manscaped when I told him about this. So nah, you owe him an apology. Okay, I love you. You're not garbage. Your cousin's garbage. I never called him that on this show. I, I don't you, disrespect him. He's got a great fucking beard, man. He had to shave because of Corona. Oh, come on. Fuck. So that. anyway, yeah, so uh, and uh, he wants it written down on okay. a piece of paper. That's not a problem. Camera. I'll do it. Place another order. I'll fucking, I'll do a whole public apology on, on social media. Uh, so anyway, back on track here. I, I, you just knew that this whole uh, next man up thing, it was cute last year. You didn't want to deal with it again this year. And you knew you had to. It wasn't going to be the same thing. I mean, you had Gio Rochelle step in, be a borderline all-star type player. Mike Talkman, who came out of fucking nowhere, became a, you know, a, a guy that could, you know, realistically start on on a major league club after you never even heard of him before. Uh, who else? You know, just a litany of guys that that came in there. Mike Ford, who is back to being a, a complete and utter bum. I'm sorry to no, say, he but still he comes is. up in big spots, though. He does. No, he comes up in big spots, and then he takes a fucking turn back to the dugout. That's what he does. That's okay. that's just false. He came through again today. What did he do? What do you mean in the in the first game? He had a he had a big hit. Okay, so what was it? Was he hitting one eleven this year? Yeah, I mean half the guys half the guys in this lineup right now are hitting under two hundred. I get it, but Mike Ford was part of the next man up last year, and he's he's back to being a guy who doesn't belong. Honestly, he doesn't belong in the major leagues. I'm sorry, he doesn't. He's in 176. Oh, wow. I mean, you guys. I guess I can't say anything because Gary Sanchez is hitting like 130. So I guess I can't say anything about Ford hitting 176. Well, you guys were the ones who were, who were contemplating is Ford the starter over Luke Voigt? No, at the I, beginning it, of the year. It was never Ford over Voigt. It was more LeMahieu over Voigt playing first, if anything. I mean, same difference, really. Yeah. Same, yeah, same difference. Voigt, I mean, uh, DJ LeMahieu and, and uh, Mike Ford is the same thing. Okay. I I love it though. At least when at least when I'm wrong about things, I admit it. I come out and I say you're absolutely right. I was wrong and whatever. You guys constantly throughout this show have always said no. Nah, I don't. I'm still not sold on Voight. And I said he he's a good baseball player. Yeah. No. I I he's, I could say that. I was I wasn't a, sold on. He's Voight. a good hitter today in game two. We showed you why he's and, not a great. No, you're right. No, you're right. And you know what? I I wanted to bring that up, too, because you've always got on him. I always thought a little too harsh on his defense. But today proved, I mean, you got to make that fucking play, especially when you got a young kid making his debut and pitching fucking lights out. You have to make that play. It's not even a tough play. He does make some great plays, but you got to make that play today. He ended up getting a double play to end that inning, right? Or was that the inning before? Uh, That inning. He gave up the run, but then he got the yeah. double play. Anyway, how did we get off topic of Boone so much? Because we were talking about next man up, right? And then right. Somehow, uh, you know, we got because you got you got a, you got your uh, your your uh, man meat for uh, for Luke Boyd, just like he's got his for uh, Tyler Wade, right? So, you know. And let me just ask you this: I think this is a this is fair. If last year I praised Boone for the next man up mentality, because I think a manager. One of his biggest roles is to bring the best out of his players, and I think he did that remarkably last year. Do I also do I have to fault him for that not really happening this season? You know, and this is what I was trying to bring up is that people were on social media saying, "Oh, Boone's got to fire up the team." What what exactly do you want Aaron Boone to do right now? 
His big thing is he'll go out there and he'll rip into an umpire, spark the team that way, show a little, you know, histrionics on the field. He's not allowed to do that right now. You cannot go out there and argue with an umpire. That's against the COVID protocols. Yeah, and I mean, that just goes back to what I brought up before. I mean, things are so much different. You got, I mean, you got to get creative, I guess, but I don't blame you. And, these- and then what's the other thing? He's going to rip his, his players in the media or hold a closed-door meeting where he's just going <laughs> to tell everybody how much they suck? Well, we got, some, we got some people who don't mind ripping their players in the media, but we'll get to that too. But that's not that's not Aaron Boone's way, and honestly, we've said this before. That's not why he's here. Because Gary uh, Joe Girardi took Gary Sanchez to task in the media, and that didn't sit well with Brian Cashman. And it's part of the reason why uh, Joe Girardi wasn't retained in 2018. The Yankees can say otherwise, but it, we I think we all know it to be true. He didn't like how he took on Gary in the media. Oh yeah, Gary's feelings were hurt. Yeah. Well. Uh, anyway, so. I'll say this. I think I don't think Boone's had the strongest year. So this uh, throughout the first what thirty two games, mm-hmm. how many games they played. Mm-hmm. But but again, I also think a lot of it has to do with the injuries and his players not performing. If you look at the seven game losing streak, how many times did he have a lead that he turned over to one of his high leverage relievers? Sure, they didn't win. That's why they're here. I mean, that's why they're here. You make that move because. I always think of it like this, right? A manager, because everyone nowadays is all about the outcome. It's never about what leads up to the outcome. So it's all about the outcome. In any situation, if you're going to get beat, you have to get beat by making the move to bring in your best player at that time. So like today, for instance, right? If Boone brings in Sanchez, which is 100% the right move, I love Eric Kratz. I think he's doing a great job. I love the clubhouse guy mentality he's got going on. I think he's a good leader. But Gary Sanchez is the guy you lose with in that situation. And if he strikes out, Boone gets fucking ripped to a point where people are demanding he's fired. But guess what? Gary comes through and he pushed the right button. But at that point, if he brings Kratz up and Kratz strikes out, then Yankee fans have a field day too. Well, we know how we know how this game works, and I was talking to, to uh, somebody on Twitter about this earlier. Oh, you know, one of the thing, you know, one, I said, "What do you want?" Because I want, basically the point of my tweet was, "What do you want Aaron Boone to do right now?" Mm-hmm. This is when they were losing seven to two, and it looked like they weren't going to win game one. I said, "What do you want this guy to do right now?" And then, you know, um, first thing, you know, one of the first things I get is, "Well, don't take out Jay Happ." when he's rolling first of all let me explain something to everybody jay hap pitching seven and a third scoreless innings i don't care if it was against the bad news fucking bears is a miracle miracle a miracle shouldn't happen and you take it and you say thank you thank you i was shocked that the yankees even pushed them that far that they let Mm. him see the daylight of the eighth inning i'm shocked shocked and we'll talk more about this in a little bit but he goes to Adam Adovino. What happens? Ramos bangs one off the foul pole. Boone, you're a, you're an idiot. You suck. You should have left Hap in. Okay. Meanwhile, right? a week ago, they want Hap fucking 
sent down because people just don't understand how the how the game of baseball works. But but you know Boone doesn't know how to manage his bullpen. You're in the eighth inning with a lead. Adam Ottavino is one of your top two or three relievers. Isn't that the point of the game is to get to that point and get one of your top guys in there? Especially the especially when you got bullpen guys that are hurt. And All right, so he got to that point. He got into right. the eighth inning with a lead, went to Adam Ottavino. Adam Ottavino didn't do his job. Right. At some point, you have to. You can't say the manager didn't make the right move. You have to say these guys aren't performing at the level that they're supposed to. Chad Green, how many time, How many games did he blow this week? Two, right? It was two. Yes. He did, one in the Met, yeah. uh, one in the Brave series, and then I think in one of the double headers, he gave up a big home run. Mm-hmm. You ever play? Oh, Je- you ever play Jenga? Yeah. Yes. Every pitch that Hap throws is a pulled Jenga block. Yeah, and it and he went one more. In the eighth inning, and he pulled it, and the fucking tower wobbled a little, and he went, you know what? I'm done. Mm-hmm. The tower was wobbling. The, ta- the, the yeah, tower wobbles weeks. every day, every time Hap's out there, and he pulled one more. He goes, I'm not going to press my luck here. He gave us a great a great performance. He needs to build his confidence back up. I got to go to my best guy out of the pen. Boone must have thought he was on peyote or something that he was got into the sixth inning with that without that Jenga tower even moving once. Yeah, I mean he, he pitched a great game. This is where but, this is where but, fans become irrational. Right? But then, right, exactly, right. So if Boone doesn't take out Hap and Hap stays in the game and Ramos hits the home run off of Hap, then Boone still doesn't know how to manage his bullpen because then now he left Hap in, in the batter too long. So. I know how that game works. I've seen it. We've been we've been doing this show since 2017. We've been on social media for this is our fourth season doing this. I know how this game works. I know how this plays out. You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. If he doesn't take out Hap, Hap blows the lead. Boone's a fucking moron for not going to his bullpen. He takes out Hap. Hap the out of Vino gives up the lead. Boone's a fucking moron for taking Hap out of the game. So you, so you, you can't win. You can't win in that situation, and that's why it's hard for me to take anything seriously that you see on social media when it comes to shit like that. If anything, I think Boone deserves some credit for how he's managed the last few games because look at the decision he made to leave Kratz in in that game yesterday. Mm-hmm. Right, that that pays off. Batantis wild pitch, game over. He, he goes to Sanchez today. That pays off. So you're only as good as your last few games. Yankees are on a three-game winning streak. But we are at the half, past the halfway point now after today with 32 games played. You can you can critique and judge all you want, but Yankees took uh, three good games in a row here after a disappointing I got to say something real quick about that. Uh, Kratz, leaving Kratz in and trying to put down the bunt. I don't know if you guys listened on the radio to the pregame today, but Susan had Kratz on, and she goes, she goes, Eric, I got to ask you, do, are you comfortable bunting? Do you know how to bunt? And his answer was one of my favorites ever. He goes, Su-, he's like, Susan, when you're a 205 career hitter, you better know how to bunt. <laughs> That's good. I get, you got, we got to give some uh, credit here to Eric Kratz. I think great. he's been a good presence. Oh, yeah. The way he's handled it, these I'm, pitchers in the dugout, I really, yep. I love seeing that kind of stuff, dude. He's hugging these guys worked, and stuff like that. You cannot get that worked up over a backup catcher. You can't. But if they designate him for fucking Kyle Higashioka, I'm going to throw they something at the wall. They can't. I'm he's serious. a leader. Nah, he's a leader. It'll be Heller. He's a leader. You see him bringing guys no, up. They don't. 
Oh, no, they don't have they, to because he's on the 40, so it's not like they have to do any. Uh, can Kyle go? Ryan, can you check that? His option, can he go back down to the uh, minor leagues? Can I, he go to the ultimate I site? Think he still has, I think he still has options. Because if he doesn't, then get, he can get designated. I don't really oh, care. Yeah. I don't need to see Kyle Gashioka on his team anymore. He's very expendable. I mean, I like I like Higgy too, but but what Kratz has done, did you hear what he said too, what the mic picked up on before the game today? Yeah, what Davey Garcia said, yeah. I can't wait to go play catch with my son. Yeah. <laughs> Davy Garcia, young and that's what he tiny. said. Today. That's yeah. what Kratz said. Young and tiny. He's only five nine. Yeah. So I mean, we're gonna get into some, Boone, uh, some of Boone's other moves, uh, specifically the Tanaka one, uh, when we recap the week in a little bit. But has the first thirty-two games of this season has it changed your opinion on whether or not Aaron Boone should come back and manage this team in twenty twenty-one? I mean, I think it's. I think it's. It hasn't wavered one way or the other. I, I'll say this, and I'll say, I mean, I'll say this again. He seems a little weird this year. He seems off. He doesn't seem like he has that same boon swag that gives us a booner every time he is in front of the camera and talking. He doesn't have that this year. His head's down a lot. He's not looking into the camera. He's not talking to us. He's not confident. He doesn't seem that happy. Something seems off with him. I'll say that, but I don't think one way or the other I've said, you, you know, he's frustrated me a couple times, but he did that last year too. And and you texted this the other day. I don't know if this is going to be your next point of where the Yankees were last year compared to this year. So people yeah, are freaking um, out. Yeah, they were 17 and 13 through 30 last year. They won 103 and they're 17 and 13, or they were 17 and 13 through 30 games this year. And then everyone's, and then here's what I talk about when, here's what I mean when I say, People just care about results. Their their excuse back is, but the, but this is a short year. Yes, I know it's a short year, and it sucks that they were ahead and they lost all those games in a row. But stop prorating this fucking record. I was just gonna say that. Please, dude, I, I absolutely. I there's few people that cover the game that I respect more than Jack Curry, if anyone. But I, I had to tweet it out last night. You got to stop with the Yankees are on a 19 game or after Friday. It was after Friday's games. You got to stop with the Yankees are on a 19 game losing streak. No, they're on a fuck. They were on a seven game losing streak. Right. Because it doesn't I, matter if they're playing 60 games. Right. Or 162 games. They're on a seven game losing streak. Look, you can't give me this. Every game counts as 2.7. Then why are then why aren't they adding it that way in the standings? This is the problem, right? When you say, let's say, um, um, for, through the first 10 games of the season, Aaron Judge, in a regular 162-game season, through the first 10 games, Aaron Judge has 10 home runs. You can say he is on pace to hit 162 home runs, right? That you can prorate to find uh, out a rate of, of what you're performing. You can't do that this year just because you're only playing 60 games as opposed to 162 because you're not playing 162. All you're doing is making a stupid comparison. When the season is over and they have a final record, you can then say the Yankees were on pace to win X amount of games if they were to play 162 games season. But you can't say things like they're technically on a 20-game losing streak right now. And I get it. I get the comparison. It's the impact of what's happening but it just kind of blows things out of proportion because it's not that way. It's Everyone's playing sixty games right now. Mm -hmm. Everyone. It's not just. It's not just them. 
it's just not true though to go out there and say, well, the Yankees are on a 19 game losing streak. No, it, they're not. It's seven. It was seven. Yeah. Now they're on a three game winning streak. Does that mean what is it, Ryan? Two point seven. Yeah. Let me bust that out. Yeah, here. you do that. Kyle Higashioka out of it's like options. Seven, so seven games. When six he's point healthy, games. when Higashioka's healthy, they're going to have to make a decision. So the Yankees are really do. on an eight in a, on an eight game winning streak, right? Yeah. Is that how yep. that works now? Yeah. Absolutely. Eight game winning streak for the Yanks. I woke up the dog. He was sleeping. So he's out of options. Out huh? of options. That's what I just read. DFA. They just had to clear him, but I think he'd get picked up. The Rays would probably snag him or some shit. Bye. Bye, Higgy. Uh, Chris, do you have a little audio since we're talking about catchers here? Uh, actually, Ryan, you know what? What's your point on uh, Booney here? Do you have one? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna judge his performance. I mean, the only way that this regular season can be judged is if they don't make the playoffs somehow, then you then you'd have to consider maybe making a yes, decision. Right. A rational we're not, decision. We're not there yet. But we are at the halfway point, so I do think it's up for discussion. It, it isn't a, a typical regular halfway point, but we are there. So okay. it's worth looking into. I think this is the best way to critique the manager at this point in time. If the players who are supposed to perform on this team have performed, especially speaking to the bullpen. Yeah. Would the Yankees have lost that many games? No. No. Uh, come on. And also, if the players that were, uh, if they were healthy, would they have lost some of these games? And the answer is no. no. Because you'd have Tommy Canely, you'd have Zach Britton, and they didn't have those options. You didn't have Chapman earlier in the year. You can't get it's mad tough. at the manager, especially when the team's hurt. For going to the guys he's supposed to go to just because the guy he's supposed to go to doesn't perform and do his job. Now, regardless of this, though, you guys still feel that this team should make the postseason. They better so or if, or everyone right, should go. Right, yeah. So, like, at that point, then it's worth uh, I mean, everyone, looking into. Everyone should be gone. Yeah. All right. So, I'll make two final points on Boone here because we ran a little long in this segment and uh, we got a lot of other stuff to get Very to. Very long. Uh as you said there, everybody's got to go if they don't make the postseason. I was very adamant about that coming into this season, that if the Yankees uh, don't at least make it to the World Series, that we need changes here. It's just so hard to judge this season right now that will you make a rash decision like that of getting rid of your manager or even going further up the ladder, getting rid of your general manager based on this COVID season? Well, no, because of the option, right? Because you have that option in Boone, it's a team option. Yeah. It's a team option. So you're going to take that option because it's a weird year. You're, you're going to give them one last shot. But mm. I think I think then it's either you make it or you don't or you're gone. You know, and the GM role's tough to uh, really judge too because it's not like they could really make that big move to, to sway the team, it's it's tough to make a well, deadline deal. Well, you know deal. Clevenger's on the block, and he's close yeah. to going somewhere. So if it's got to happen if, the, tomorrow, if he goes tomorrow, and right? the Yankees don't pick somebody up, you know, Twitter's going to be a shitstorm for the next couple of days. Yeah. The, you, the 31st is the trade deadline, right? August which 31st. Is tomorrow, yeah, which tomorrow. Is, when you listen to this, it'll be uh, the day that you listen what, to is this. Is it it's still 4, 4 p.m. Eastern? Let's see if there's anything going on right now. So, uh, and the other thing that I was going to say is that you were saying that Boone doesn't seem like that same guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, right or wrong, you could tell us if we are, but we're not going to get into a big discussion over what's going on in the outside world. We brought up racism on this show before. We've obviously talked about a coronavirus on the show before, but I think 
maybe right now we need to be a little bit of escapism and just stick to baseball. But you say that uh, base, you say that Boone's not the same guy. You see how things are affecting him right now as being the father of two. Uh, I believe he adopted Haitian children. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this this civil unrest is maybe affecting is obviously affecting him. So that could be playing into a factor. You don't ever see the guy's face anymore because he's always got the gator up. <laughs> so you don't know what his emotions are, obviously, right? And then third, you know, like we said, he can't go out there and get in somebody's face. He can't go out there and rip an umpire and give us a new Savages ramp because he's not allowed to do that. He's not going to – normally if you do that, what, would you get popped for a game maybe? He, yeah. The penalties are way more severe yeah. for doing it this year. Well, you got to prorate everything. I'm, you know, I'm sure that he's not going to be want to be suspended for a week or whatever it's going to be, you know. So those are all factors. Those are all things that could be uh, going into uh, maybe Boone not having the greatest of seasons right now. So, OK, you ready for a little audio? Yeah. So uh, as actually ESPN is actually uh, doing the bottom line right now, and this is actually coming up. So this is a perfect time to segue into this. And hit high in the air to deep left center. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. It's a grand slam. Oh, the Sanchino. He hits a grand slam to left center. Oh, that Gary is scary. His biggest hit of the year. A grand slam in the eighth inning, and the Yankees take a 5-1 lead. And that Yankee dugout just erupted. You could hear that up here. It was like there were 20,000 fit fans in here and Gary finally smiling once he got back to the dugout he needed that hit very much and Eric Kratz the first one to hug him and give him a big high fist bump I left I left the Susan audio in because I for two reasons one this dugout I heard it was going insane when he hit it and two big high fist bump the big high fist bump and two who's at the top of the dugout again Kratz, Kratz, Kratz. Eric Kratz leader you can't you can't set him down. Can't Can get I rid say of him. Something that I actually seen more than one tweet saying that the Yankees should fire Boone and replace him with Eric Kratz. Oh boy, he was showing People, a little manager tendencies though. I okay, think. here's the problem with with society. People people will say one thing, right? And it's a little rational, and and you're like, okay, Eric Eric Kratz, great backup guy right now, good leader. And then that somehow evolves when you're starting to finally agree all together. Yes, that evolves into he should be a player manager, fire Boone. <laughs> and then it just becomes this whole divide. And it's like, fuck you, you moron. Yeah. Wow. All right. So Gary Sanchez, obviously, Ryan, get, can you give me his updated stats, please, with the in, including the Grand Slam? He is now batting 103 with I think it's a little it's a tad bit higher with than four that. RBIs and one home run. Because that's the only home run I care about right now. He's now hitting 134. Sexy. <laughs> yeah, it's real good. 134. Uh, he's got 11 hits, uh, 14 ribbies, 6 home runs. The power numbers aren't terrible. I mean, you want, like you said, Chris, you want to prorate that? What it, that'll probably be another 30 home run season, right? Probably. He's on base. So, how many games has he played? He's played in 27 games this year. Okay. So six uh, times. He played I'll 106 last year. If he was on the same pace. No, he that's would, not how to do it. I'll do it. I'm just giving a rough estimate that that's probably another. That's at least a 25 home run season if he based on the 106 that he played last year. 
Yeah, I mean the two fifty three OBP, not not great, but it's I mean, uh-huh. hey, grand slam today, I'll take that. All right, so basically, what what I wanted to bring up here about Gary Sanchez is, and this was before he hit the grand slam, we decided we were going to put this in the show. Is are you pulling the plug on Gary Sanchez? He's on pace for twenty nine home runs right now. Okay, if okay. this were a full one hundred sixty two game season, he'd. Be on pace for He'd be on pace for 29 home runs. So, uh, base, so here's the point, though. He's still hitting 134. His on base is 250, right? Is that what you said? Yes. Yes. This is, you getting, is this it? Is Gary Sanchez's time in, in the Bronx over? I'll say this. I'm not going to defend Gary by any means. He has been fucking abysmal. I mean, terrible, terrible, awful. And... I think that the argument of what he's done in the past only goes so far, right? That only goes so far to say, you got to give this guy some time. He's proven himself, yes. But there's that time runs out eventually. And in a shortened season like this, you probably give him the whole year. But if he doesn't turn something around and you hope this was the spark that he needed, if he ends the season batting 140 or 150 and he doesn't and and he's only producing power wise sporadically and isn't coming through in the big spots. I don't know if you make the rash decision next year, but you know that you have a lot of young guys that you drafted that you want to mold into being your catcher. And you start looking at the future of moving Gary Sanchez for someone. No, you don't. You you make that decision in 2022 when uh, he's a free agent. That's when you make that decision. Um, well, yeah, but I'm saying 2021, after this year, you can start thinking about that because you might want to trade him for someone at the deadline if he's gonna if he's not going to produce. Here's the home run leaderboard for catchers. One is JT Realmuto with nine. Second, Gary Sanchez with six. Yep. Hey, what's That's home every, runs, which is... Is, is there that, an RBI leaderboard? Yeah, I'll click that one next. RBIs, it's pulling up now. First is Rumuto, 25. Uh, Sanchez is a bit down, but he's he's tied for six with 14. So he's a top six. Uh, fourth is Dar- Darno with 18. Yeah, but this is the issue. This is the thing with Gary, is that every time you, you want to rip him, you look at the home run leaderboard amongst catchers, and he's there. Yeah, and I mean, that's, 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 that's a piece that's why you Yan- need. You know, this is this is the problem is that everybody wants that wants to get rid of Gary says, oh, why do the Yankees keep giving him chance after chance? Do you not recognize the power that this guy has? The 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 power that he has as a catcher is special. And also, if you think uh, if you had to pick one position in baseball offensively, that's kind of uh, it doesn't have the depth compared to other positions. Would it's wouldn't catcher. it be catcher? I, I, by a, a landslide, maybe not. Nah, I wouldn't even say shortstop at this point. You got some big name shortstops in the in the league today, but catcher outside of Gary Sanchez and and JT, I'm not even going to try to say his last name again. Real Muto. Uh, I mean, who is there? I mean, you got Yadier, but are we going to get Yadier right now? I, is, guys, on his he, way out, he like fifty. He might be older yeah. than Kratz. I, well, you know. What are we doing here? Yeah, come on, guys. Uh, look. There, I'm not saying the frustration is irrational. The frustration itself is more than warranted at this point. Again, because we're at the halfway point, too, of the season. Yes. So you got that. Keep that. And in mind. we said going into the season, what's the most important thing for Gary to do? Stay healthy. And, he's st- and he, Knockwood, has been the one guy who has stayed healthy, yet he hasn't produced up until today. 
I got a question. That's what I was thinking about. That I got a question: How healthy he might actually be? Because he was tearing the cover off the ball until he got hurt last year, and then he was a different player. Yeah, he was big time. I'll tell you the theme of today's game for the broadcasters with Sanchez was that meatball stat, and that home run to, uh, tonight in that second game that wasn't a meatball. That was a ninety-seven mile per hour fastball up in the zone, and he belted it. You know, Gary did and though. He missed. He missed two meat, yeah. two uh, meatballs in that at bat. So, yeah. I mean, if, if Gary misses one, you don't anticipate him no. doing anything in the at bat. He missed two, and he still just—I mean—demolished, demolished. demolished Gary actually became a hitter in that at bat. Yeah. He knew he knew what was coming. Right, right. He knew that this guy needed to throw him a fastball, and he knew it was going to be good. And he was going to say, "Fuck it." Gary Sanchez has a one thirty batting average right now. And I'm going to, if he's going to beat me, it's going to be with my best pitch yep. at this and point. He did. And he, he did. fucking annihilated it. He annihilated it. Here's the it. point. Of, here, here's what the rationale I want to get to with the fan base that I think it's overwhelmingly hates Gary Sanchez, right? I mm. think it's fair. And I think it's a very small percentage of people that will even rationally discuss him. I'm still a Gary Sanchez guy. I, I'm probably going to be one no matter how bad he is until at least the all-star break of 2021 because again the same thing with boone i got to give the same uh thing to gary here is how how can i accurately judge a guy on this season i understand you got guys like dj lemayu that are hitting around 400 right and he coming with an il stint and and, and going through all the covet shit and he had COVID himself dj so you you know but how you know Gary Sanchez is a very streaky hitter. We've seen that, and all the starts and stops in this season. How has he been able to get into a rhythm where he can go on one of these streaks and these yeah. tears where he can carry a team for three weeks? It's not an excuse, but for him, it's an excuse for you as the person analyzing him because you can't accurately do so. And I think that's a fair point. That's why I can't make a lot of rash decisions about guys this season. I can't do it. That's why I say I got to see if Gary's going to continue to struggle and be a 130 hitter and hit a big, you know, get a big hit once every 20 games or whatever it might be. I got to see. I got to give him at least the first half of next year. I have to. I think it's only fair at this point because, again, why did the Yankees keep giving Gary Sanchez opportunity, opportunity, opportunity after opportunity? So easy to say, right? You saw the ball go 450 feet today, mm-hmm. didn't you? Right? Yeah. yeah. Who's the second fastest player ever in Major League Baseball to 100 home runs? I Gary don't know. Sanchez. No, he's the first. No, he Ryan was. Howard is. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, so oh, oh. when you're a decision that's maker and you're a Yankee, you're saying to yourself, that guy has still got to be in there somewhere. Yeah, of course. And who am I bringing in? Who am I right. bringing in that's that, going to be better than Gary Sanchez? That's the biggest question. Yeah. There's not a because lot out there. I don't know, Ryan, maybe you and I talked about this last week, but I definitely tweeted about it during the week here. The only way I'm cool with Gary Sanchez not being a Yankee in 2021 is if you go out there and sign JT Arimuto. And what is that contract going to be looking like? Over $100 million. Easy. 100%. And who's going to be more important to the Yankees next year? JT Arimuto or fucking DJ LeMayu? Because I'm going to guarantee you with the Yankees having two open uh, – rotation spots with uh, Paxton and Tanaka being free agents and them likely having to go out there and spend big money on a pitcher 
they're not going to go out there and throw massive money at DJ and Real Muto. Mm-hmm. When Gary Sanchez is making $5 million bucks this year, is under team control until 2022, and he's going to get a modest raise just because of service time in arbitration. It yeah. doesn't make any sense whatsoever to get rid of the guy just because you fucking hate him. Yeah. And you know what's funny? We always put out the poll. You always do the poll on the on the main MIYST account on Twitter. I do, This is, to me... We you do what the player of the game right, hands down should have been Garcia. The fans voted right, but if any other person hit that grand slam to end the game, because we always talk about recency bias, the poll would have been close. Like if it was DJ who hit the grand slam, that poll would have been close. Who's the best? Who's the player of the game? DJ or Garcia? I voted Garcia just to see. 75% when I checked. Like it well, wasn't, it's even, it it's didn't 70% even... right now. And then Ryan must have three burner accounts because Wade has a couple of votes. Yeah, I, I threw him in, in there for the home run. Mm. Yeah, I game. always usually like to put four on there. Usually, if somebody has a really good pitching performance and then whoever drives in some runs, uh, obviously, I could not get to four with the game. Did, on you, put, did you put Batantis in the game? Uh, for I thought game about yesterday? being a smart ass about it. I really did, but then I left it off. But, like, if uh, do you agree if it was any other person who yeah. ended the game that way in the top of the whatever it was, eighth inning with a grand yeah. slam, the, the poll would have been much closer? But because well, it Hicks, was Gary. Well, Hicks is leading the game one poll with 55%. Yeah, that's nice. I mean that was a that was a fucking unreal game, unreal. Uh, yeah. So back. So I mean, do you disagree with anything that I said about Gary Sanchez and his future with the Yankees? No. As long as you, as long as you're sitting there and also saying that this performance is, uh, it's I don't unacceptable. know how many more times I can say right. That. He, okay, and, and then and year. then that's fair. You're taking a rational approach to it. Which is what you have to do because at the end of the day, we all know this is a fucking business, guys. This is the, you're you're acting as if Gary Sanchez, even if he has a terrible year, you're acting as if Gary Sanchez is some fucking bum, and he's not. He's not. This decision should not be I that just, hard. He's he's been bad this year. There's no defending awful. how awful he's been, but he's. I, I can't get what I just can't get down with people saying that he doesn't belong in the major leagues anymore. That's just absolutely oh, that's kind of that's pretty ridiculous. If you're going to tell me that Kyle Higashioka can have a job in the major leagues and then Gary Sanchez can't, you're just I you just can't talk baseball anymore. No, I mean, no, Eric, it's Eric Kratz. For- Eric Kratz is better than Sanchez because we all know if Sanchez struck out, Kratz was the move, and uh, Hap is better than Adovino, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, you could just do that all day. You can do that all day. Oh, and Kratz is also better than Boone. Don't forget that one. Yes. Time. I forgot about that one. Player manager. Yeah. All right. So uh, like, so we can move, move off of Gary yes. to, and then onto a guy that he uh, he catches occasionally. Oh, yeah. Do Ooh, you yeah. want to play that audio? I do. I want to set it up a little, though, because so, we got to talk about. Did you guys talk last week about what Hap said? Hap? Hap. What he happened to say? What did he say? With the with his innings, like the what he insinuated. I think did, we kind of got into it a little bit that he he was he was claiming that the reason the, that the New York media is smart and that they they're kind of no on because the right I think track. he said that after uh, the last start and we yeah. had because uh, he pitched after uh, oh yeah we had recorded but right. I think leading into that start he had he had said something else 
This is the second time that he's mentioned this. Yeah. So this is uh, Cashman. When was this press conference? Do you guys know? I think uh, Thursday. Thursday. Friday or Friday. So this is, this is Cashman's response. Uh, a reporter had asked him about to, to comment on Hap's comments that he made publicly to the media regarding his uh, bonus that he can hit or whatnot. With player option, his for player next option year, with the, certain innings, with or, innings. Uh, or games right. started. So here's a uh, not so happy Brian Cashman. I'm not going to comment on the contracts situation that he's got, you know, but uh, but I can tell you that, you know, in a 60 game COVID season, you know, it's a sprint. You know, I I know that, you know, Aaron Boone and his staff, and obviously as an extension, also us in the front office, are going to do everything in our power to put the best team on the field day in and day out that can win. And, uh, and there's a lot of different things that have happened so far along the way. Um, whether it's happened, the more recent, the COVID situation that took the series down with the Mets. And then we were on an off day and MLB was dictating no games against the the Mets for that three game series. There was a possibility, are we going to play Monday or not? They said, you're not playing Monday. And it had nothing to do with the Yankees. So in that case, it pushed us all the way back to, you're going to fly out Monday and go to Atlanta. And that time frame had us reset the clock. So, for instance, you know, you're going to start your best starters and give them the ball um, as much as you possibly can in this shortened COVID season. And uh, unfortunately, because of uh, how we evaluate our rotation and I think objectively how anybody would look at, you know, based on J-Hap's performance last year and this year so far uh, in the regular season, you know, he slots towards the back of that rotation. Um, and that's... Oh boy. That's all we're doing uh, in, under the most recent circumstance where he obviously publicly complained about it. Um, you know, he did not have a good season last year. He had a poor season last year. And, oh and he had, uh, he's gotten out of the gate. Not very successful for us this year. And we're certainly hopeful he can step up and pitch well for us today and help us win a game. And um, But uh, it's pure baseball. Okay, so let's just uh, sum that up real quick. Uh, J-Hap sucks and he better keep his fucking mouth shut. Unless he wants me to come to his house and murder him while he's sleeping. Yeah. No, basically, basically, you don't even have to go to the murder threat. It's just you suck yeah. and shut your mouth. Yeah, That's you basically know, I mean, what he said. You look at what he did last season and, um, you know, what he's doing this year. And the bottom line is, J-Hap is a god-awful pitcher. And, uh, you know, we don't he's want him back, back next the, year. So, yeah. He slots uh, in the back of the rotation. Even if he keeps pitching well, uh, we're going to bench you, Jay, because we, uh, <laughs> we don't want you coming back next year. <laughs> and here's – and, again, here's the fickle nature – of Yankee fans, there's not a there's not a fan out there that likes Jay Happ. No, but the minute that Brian Cashman tells him that he sucks, and they get the wind that the Yankees are jerking around with his contract, now it's the Yankees that are the bad guys. Of course, you can you feel. Let me tell you something. Feelings. Because, because I argue with numerous people about this this week, right? They're saying, of course, it's the, it's the it's the option. That's the reason why he's not pitching. No, no, no. Let me explain something to everybody out there. The reason Jay Happ is not pitching is because he sucks. He left the door open for the Yankees to say, we're not going to pitch you because A, you suck, and B, we don't want you back. I will guarantee you, I'll bet you any amount of money that if he was good, if the last two performances that he put out is what he's been doing all year and, and brought that in from last season, the Yankees wouldn't give a fuck about his goddamn option. They wouldn't. They would just deal with it and figure it out in the offseason. They wipe their ass with his option. It Listen, does it make it easier for the Yankees because he sucks yeah. to play around with it? Sure. 
But make no mistake, if he was dominant, like you said, the Yankees would not be, he would be the guy they're trying to get to more. Absolutely. I mean, it's not even a question. If, if you honestly, and, and the fact that Hap, I thought Hap was a better dude than this. I thought Hap was, was more of a stand-up guy than this. For him to not sit there and say, if I were performing, this wouldn't even be a question. But, but to, for him to insinuate yeah. that they're messing around with his innings, I have no respect for him anymore. I, I really, I can't wait for him to be gone. You better, I mean, help us win a World Series, please. But then get the fuck out. Because I, right, so, I don't like that. All right, here's Hap. His uh, two starts ago was back on, all the way back on August 16th. Uh, against the Red Sox, five and two thirds, one run, right? Pretty, pretty good. I'll take that from Jay Happ, right? And then we all know what he did on Saturday, seven and a third, no earned runs. So, and then now he's put two back to back starts together, and guess what? He's on fucking turn. He's gonna pitch on his day against the. He's gonna face the Mets again on Thursday. I don't know if you yeah. know this answer, but if let's say the Yankees DFA him, right? They're just like fuck you, get out, because his job was on the line. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and he backed it up do in they, his last two starts. Do they automatically have to pick up that option? Like, to oh, yeah. pay him on it, I mean? Uh, I don't know how that works with options. I know they would be responsible for... The rest of the, the season. Con- the rest of this season. Right. And whatever was left. I don't know how it works with options. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there's legal legalities in it. Like, uh, if, he was gar- if that was a guaranteed year next year and they designated him, they'd be on the hook for the money. I just don't right. know how it works with options. Like, you sucked so bad, we need, to op- we need to DFA you. So clearly, we're not picking up your option. I don't think you should get that money. And I'd have to imagine that they'd be off the hook. So if they fucking hated him that much, maybe they could have just gotten rid of him. I don't know. But, you know, it's like, you know, in, in Cashman speak, he told Hap to shut up. And he needs to shut up. He has to. Yeah. Dude, you're fucking terrible. Your last two starts have been really good. Give me more of that, and I'll pitch you every five days. It's basically what Cashman said. And if we don't, then you can come out and be upset and, and say we're fucking with you. But until you you perform like a major league pitcher, just shut your mouth, please. I'm sorry. I have no room for Jay. I just don't have any time for Jay Happy and like, Oh yeah, you know everybody knows why I'm not pitching every every fifth day. <laughs> yeah, we do because you're terrible. Wait, this this just goes to show how much respect I had for Hap, regardless of his performance on the field. I took the the quote as he was saying, "We all know why I've been shitty," and not in the context of "We all know why the Yankees are doing this to me." Poor me, I'm the victim. No, we're the victims. Watching you pitch. Yeah, and I said I tweeted it yesterday. I said maybe they should have pissed him off sometime last year because ever since he's been mad, he's been pitching good. Yeah. Yeah. Gimme give gimme give Mad Hap. Mad, Mad Happer. Ha- the Mad Happer. The Mad Happer. That sounds like a shirt. That sounds like a good shirt idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it, it actually is, but who's gonna fucking wear J Hap on No chest? one. No one ever. J Hap. J Hap's kids won't even wear his <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. All right, so do you want to get to Twitter, or do you want to do the recap first? Because we're running a little long here. Well, I mean, I mean, look, we we pretty much recapped now. 
We got. I think we got to talk about Garcia a little bit. We got to give. Got to talk about Garcia. We got to talk about Tanaka. So we won't do a formal recap this week. We'll just do a couple quick hits on these things. Uh, So what game? Which game was it? Was game? So we'll just talk about the. um, I do want to talk about the doubleheader in Atlanta because a couple things did crop up there. Cole did not pitch well. Gave up a couple dingers there. Mm. Uh, John Sterling. I was driving home uh, in the first inning, and uh, I thought the it was Acuna. I thought that was a pop up. The way Sterling called it. And, and let me tell you something. <laughs> it was whatever the opposite of a pop fly could be out of all the pop flies. This was it because it was annihilated. What was it? 493? It, it was, was annihilated. Annihilated. Crazy. Acuna, all right, so we'll Acuna game Matata. one here. Acuna Matata. I like that. I want to bring up... Cole's stat line here from uh, that game. The Yankees lost five to one. Another. I just, I just can't get into these seven inning games. I'm sorry. Oh, they're awful. It's like, but really, honestly, how much baseball have we watched in our lives? Really, you're just settling into the game by the third, fourth inning. It's right? so bad. You're really, just settled into the game. Totally. And, and at that point, with the seventh inning, with the seventh inning, the game's over. You're like in the stretch running the game. I don't like that. I'm sorry. I'm just. And I know Paul O'Neill says he likes it. I think he's being told to say it. Uh, I said they're all being told. There's no way Paul O'Neill likes that shit. No. No. There's no way. I will say right, that. So, oh, you got it. You pulled it up. Okay. I was just going to fill I a mean, little air. Uh, Cole gave up five uh, five earned in five uh, innings, and I believe he gave up, what, three home runs? I don't have it in front of me, but I think he gave up three home yeah, runs three. in the game. But his stuff was still was pretty good. I mean, he struck out nine over five, but... You know, Garrett Cole has been victimized by the gopher ball this year. He was victimized by it last year. And, I mean, you know, this was his first really bad start as a Yankee. Uh, and, you know, again, the you know, fans are like, oh, we didn't get Houston Cole. We got Pittsburgh Cole. Cole's not an ace. He, he He's overpaid. And it's just like, okay, he's a uh, – Okay, he can't have a bad start. I know we wanted to win a game after getting swept and not playing in five days, but you can't have a bad game. You can't. Like, it's not allowed. Can I uh, Can I just read a tweet that I put out there after that game? Uh-huh. Garrett Cole's first seven starts over the last two seasons. 2019, he went 2-4, and four, 43 and a third innings pitch, 19 earned runs. 3.95 ERA. 2020, he's 4-1 with 41 innings pitch, 16 earned runs, and a 3.51 ERA. You are getting the, the Houston Garrett Cole. You just need to fucking let him breathe for a minute. Let him breathe. He's actually better again, this year. This is like a recurring theme. How can I accurately judge a guy on this COVID season? I can't right now. I just can't. You shouldn't and, have and to, to judge what Garrett I've Cole. I've out of Garrett Cole this year, so far. I don't think any differently of him. No. I still... I thought when they signed him, I thought we were getting a bona fide, legit number one, one of the two best pitchers in baseball, and I still feel that way. Absolutely, absolutely. And you should go to nyysportstalk.com and buy the fucking Garrett Cole Ace shirt that we put out. Absolutely, other, on, you should uh, on Tuesday. You, you should absolutely you'd be stupid do not that. to. All right, so that's the point I wanted to make about Game One, and here's the, there's two points I want to make about in Game Two of that doubleheader. The Yankees lost two to one. Uh, they took a one nothing lead into the six. This is when uh, Boone went to Chad Green. All right, here's we're going to take it first from the Aaron Judge perspective because we didn't bring this up and we absolutely have to. And then we'll take it from the Manasso Hero Tanaka perspective. Number one is that I love Aaron Judge. 
I still have, he's still my guy. Still want him on this team. Still do not think the Yankees should ever think about letting him go. Should still think the Yankees should put a long-term contract in front of him. But dude, when you come out there and kind of challenge the the club and say you don't belong on the IL, you needed maybe a day or two, and then you should have been back out there and you play four fucking innings before you get hurt again and wind up back on the IL, and then your GM says now now you'll need twice as long to recover to make sure that this shit doesn't happen again. It's a really bad look. It's one of Aaron Judge's real first big missteps he's had with the Yankees. If you're talk if you're just not talking about the injuries, this is really the first big strike about ju- against Judge in my book. Dude, you can't come out there and kind of rip the team for taking it cautiously with you and then you play four innings and wind up back on the IL. It just can't happen. I'll say this, I agree. You can't go out there and say that kind of those kind of things. Those are the things that you keep behind closed doors. Um you're not more of a hero to to the real rational fans just for wanting to play and not going on the IL. But I get it. I, I don't think Aaron Judge... I don't think Aaron Judge is that out of tune with his body that he would have wanted to go back out there if he didn't truly feel 100%. And I chalk this up to just a guy going back out there and not being able to stay healthy. So yes, overall, terrible look. I appreciate that he wants to play, but dude, if you want to play, you got to play. You can't you can't play for four innings and then go double the amount of time back on. At, the guy cannot stay healthy. I have huge concerns. Do I think the Yankees should not think about not giving him a long term contract? No. I mean, it's fucking Aaron Judge. I'll take a I'll take an injury prone Aaron Judge over most other people in the entire league, offensively and defensively. And that's where you got to really, like, break this down. Who? uh, Frustrating. I'm frustrated. I don't have the same outlook on Aaron Judge as I once did because I don't have faith in him staying healthy. But when he is healthy, he's still the best guy for the Yankees. All right. All right. So you made your point. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> I'm on board with what you guys are saying. You know, don't don't say what you said and then play four innings and, and go back on the IL for the same reason that you said you claimed you were totally fine and could play through. Bottom line. That's the bottom line. It is. The bottom line. Best. All right. So then, you know, the Yankees take a one nothing lead into the uh, into the sixth here. And then, uh, you know. Masahiro Tanaka was at 66 pitches, I believe it was. And, and I think Ryan and I said this last week. The remainder of this schedule really needs to be about getting Tanaka and Montgomery stretched out so they can be viable guys to give you six, seven innings come the postseason. And now the, we, this is also before the Yankees were on a seven-game losing streak. And uh, they they slipped to fifth, the fifth seed in the American League with the Blue Jays breathing uh, down their necks. So things have gotten a little bit more tenuous in the in the last week, but uh, I still think the Yankees really need to work on getting Tanaka and Montgomery stretched out where they can get into the sixth, seventh inning. Um, this is one of the big was one of the quote big strikes against uh, Boone this week is that, that he took Tanaka out of the game after the fifth inning, which was curious. I'm not going to say it wasn't, but 
I always want to hear the rationale behind things before I go in off the, you know, and start ripping people on social media, which, you know, that's not usually the normal thing to do. It's usually you rip people, hear the rationale and then don't give a fuck and then just double down on your, on your dumbness. And I know dumbness right. isn't a word. It makes me sound dumb, but, uh, anyway, right. so he brings in Chad Green. Chad Green serves up a home run to Freddie Freeman. Braves take the lead. Yankees lose. Why didn't Tanaka come out for the sixth inning? Well, here's what you come to find out. Tanaka, from his own mouth or through his interpreter's mouth, whatever, he said this, that he told Aaron Boone after the fifth inning that he felt gassed, that if Boone wanted to take him out, he was okay with it. And you can say that that's just Tanaka, you know, and because people have said this, oh, that's just Tanaka – uh, you know, sticking up for his manager. Fine. You want to be that person? Go right ahead. But I heard Masahiro Tanaka t say that he felt gassed. If you, if Masahiro Tanaka really wanted to pitch, and I'm going to, and I don't know Masahiro Tanaka to be a liar. I don't. That's not whatever something that's ever come up in his time here. So I'm going to take his, I'm going to take his word for it. I mean, he really hasn't proven that I shouldn't. Uh, if he comes out and says that he told his manager that he was gassed, he let the door open for Aaron Boone to take him out of the game. Let me tell you something. It's a great time to be a court, like a, a court lawyer, like during trial, trial lawyer, because people nowadays, they don't, as long as you somewhat convince them, they yeah. don't care about testimony anymore. Like evidence or fact, even coming out of the, the person's mouth does not count if it does not go with what they believe. Oh, that's just him doing that. Okay. Well, for me, it's not. So who's right and who's wrong? It, do not when, when a player comes out and says, I told him I felt gassed, that is your answer. And pitchers don't do that shit either. If he, he's, not, he's not asking to come out of that game. If he was fine and wasn't really gassed, he's coming back out. He's, he's not going to waste another inning to defend his his manager. No, you he look would, at what he, he said. He would say he tr I trust him and yeah. his decision. Blah blah blah. But you wouldn't come out and say I said I was gassed. I respect that. I respect that from Tanaka because especially a pitcher's mentality, they usually don't come out and and say something like that. It's kind of like the opposite of what Aaron Judge did with his injury. You you like that communication from Tanaka that he is open and honest, even only at sixty six pitches, forty four of those were for strikes. He still was was. Uh, respectable enough of his ball club to to let him know that he he wasn't ready and to that, go back and that goes back to what we've been saying is that they need to work this guy a little and push him and and maybe if the Yankees were scoring runs that's a situation where Boone says maybe can you give me one more I got to get you worked up man yeah right but a one nothing lead he's got arrested Chad Green out there I mean what do you want Boone to do meanwhile meanwhile before this game if you look through Twitter everyone's going where's Chad Green why aren't we using Chad Green why this why that but then he uses Chad Green, and it's not enough. Why? Because of outcome. Right. Because of Freddie outcome. Freeman. Freddie Freeman, one of the best hitters in baseball. It's not like he gave up uh, a home run to some punch and Judy hitter. Right. Like Gary Sanchez. True. True. <laughs> true. So you know, again, I got it. I got. I can't hang it on Boone when his pitcher tells him that he's done. If Tanaka <laughs> wanted in the game, you know what he says? I'm good, Skip. Put me out there. I got one more in me. Yeah. You know Tanaka. You know who, what kind of guy he is. You know he's not coming out of a game if he if he has the option to to stay in. You know he's not going to go in front of the media and and tell you that he was gassed if he wasn't. He's a fucking workhorse. 
Tanaka, you could say whatever you want about him being inconsistent, but that dude has always put his head down and and done everything he could to help this team win. And we talk about, you know, we talk about Gary Sanchez, how he doesn't connect with the with the fans. And one of our things, one of our theories is that he doesn't speak English and he's always talking through an interpreter. So a guy who isn't well liked, it's tough to fully connect with. I gotta say, I don't know if I believe that anymore because Tanaka. Uh, he's one of my, as frustrating as he's been in the regular season, you know, here and there, he is one of my favorite Yankees. He, he really is. And I don't want to see him in another uniform. I hope if he doesn't play next year, I hope you're right, Christian. I hope he does go back to Japan. Because yeah, I, I don't want to so see him on that's, another that's team. That's really not cool, bro. You sorry, told him to get sorry. Out of the country. I'm not saying to deport him or to kick him out of the country. No, but if he's not in a Yankee uniform, you you don't want. I don't want to see him in any other uniform in the major leagues. I, I truly feel that. I, I I he is he has become one of my favorite. Here, get the fuck get the out. fuck go out. Home. Go back to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I absolutely agree with that, man. I would hate to see Masahiro Tanaka wear another major league uniform next year. And it's not even a – I don't care how dominant James Paxton is when he come, if he comes back this year. It's it's really not a debate in my mind right now if the Yankees can only bring one of those guys back. I want Tanaka. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I know we're running long, but i got to ask this. If Paxton doesn't come back or if he does and he's a shell of himself, would you say Paxton was a complete waste? I think it was worth the gamble. And, and and he gave you good games last year, right? And he gave you a good playoff game last year. He never pitched to the potential. Was it a waste? He really I did, though, you, for a stretch last year. And those 11 I, games were unreal. I he mean, yeah, but he never became that, that right. near ace, definite number two. He never did. So not a complete waste, but you could have lived without him. I mean, Sheffield is pitching pretty well this year, so. (laughs) (laughs) He he had been on a good run. I had the game on for a little bit. He gave up three runs through four innings, I believe, last night, and then I turned the game off, so I don't know how he ended there. Maybe where I could bring up uh, Chef's stats. Well, there's there's one guy right now. Because you you know if you're a Yankee fan, you have to always look at things in revisionist history. So if things change for you. Right. I mean, not to give the perfect segue here, but we saw a guy tonight who might make that might make that decision a lot easier for this team if he's going to pitch the way he did it. And that's is it, Davy Garcia? Is it what was your other? I think it's Davy, but I heard I've heard Dave, people say Devy. Devy also Davey. with Sheffield, his final line four and two thirds, six earned runs, so not. The greatest Not performance, the but he's coming but he off. Was on a good, he's he coming off three good. straight uh, zero earn run or one earn run performances, six innings in each of those starts. So three quality outings from him in a row. How many walks in those games? Uh, two in those three games combined. There you go. I mean, when the guy throws strikes, we knew he was dominant, and he had four in. Uh, and in he had four game. tonight. And, yeah, and, uh, and our buddy Dan Federico, uh, we'll give Dan a, a pop here. Uh, he he retweeted a scouting report that he had on. Uh, Davy Garcia before the game today, and it was basically that he had decent to good stuff to be a, a major league pitcher. Uh, he just couldn't throw strikes, which I think has been on the, the book on every single Yankee Everyone. pitching prospect for well, at least the last five or six years that they have good stuff. They can be major league pitchers. They just can't throw strikes. But Davy came out there and he pitched really well today. So, I mean, we'll just leave. Uh, 
Chapman didn't pitch well. He Yankees got walked off in their own uh, building on Friday. I mean, we could just leave. Um, we can just leave Friday's doubleheader alone. We don't really need to talk about it. It sucked. It was awful. It was the absolute rock bottom of the season. That's the thing. That's all we can say about it. Uh, so we can move on to, uh, you know, we just say real quick Saturday. Thank you to Dylan for the win. You know, yeah, thank you, yeah. Dylan, for the win there. We we'll move on because I think we have some things to unpack on Sunday before we wrap up the show here. Uh, today was my dad's birthday, so I went over there happy to birthday. Uh, happy birthday to dad. Yeah, I, said. I love Papa. So, you know, you say that, but he, because he's busted my sister's balls, he wants to be called, he wants her son to call him Poppy. Poppy. Say Poppy. Poppy. He wants my daughter to like call Don him Sicario. Grandpa. That's in uh, Almost Heroes. Remember that? Uh, he wants, yeah, but he wants my daughter to call him Grandpa, but he yeah. wants my <laughs> sister's wow. to call him Poppy. My father's fucked up. He's fucked up. I love it. I love it. But, so I went over there to have, you know, hang out and eat dinner or whatever. And we were watching a little bit of the game together and, you know, they fell down seven to two. So I checked out, I went outside and then next thing I know, Hicks is up with a chance to fucking tie the game. And look, and here's the difference between me and most of Yankees Twitter. I have no qualms about ripping Aaron Hicks. I don't like him. Nothing personal. I just don't like him. Even though I've been an, I was an advocate for the contract the Yankees gave him. I thought it was, it was a, a good contract. I really thought his potential matched, could have exceeded what they paid him. Absolutely. I, you know, you got to be fair about it. But I don't like him. I think he's, I, I don't like his outfield play. It's regressed this year. Mm-hmm. I think he swings for defenses way too much, especially when he's on the left handed side of the plate because he, he gets home run happy. I think he should be a lot better hitter than he is. And then what did he do today? He ties the game and hits an absolute fucking bullet. And I'm as happy as anybody. Because I'm going to tell you what, bro, even in Jay Happ, Jay, I tweeted it out today. Happ and Hicks are in a never-ending battle to be my least favorite Yankee. But every time that they do good and they help the Yankees win, I'm fucking happy because I want the Yankees to win. I showed you guys tweets of people still fucking burying, burying Gary Sanchez after he hit the Grand Slam oh, today. Yeah. The guy just won you a fucking big game. Shut your goddamn mouth. If he can do this every game, why doesn't he? Because life doesn't fucking work like that. This is not a fairy tale. You are not watching a scripted life. You are watching real life. Okay, please get it through your brain. Jesus That's Christ. a difference between me and a lot of other people. I, I, I'll rip the guys that I don't like. I, I'll say I'll rip them. Fine. Yeah. But when they come through, I'm hey. happy, bro. I want to be wrong about every single player. I want to be, too. I want to be, too. I, and I say it, I'll say it again. I want to win more than I want to be right about a player not performing. Can That's we get to me. Davey Garcia real quick? Because I fucking love yeah. this guy right now. All right. So I honestly, uh, our, our buddy, our buddy Munch over out in Cleveland, uh, he's now doing a morning drive uh, instead of uh, afternoon drive. So he, he reached out to me this week and he said, dude, he's like, I didn't think I'd be able to get you on this year because there's no Yankee Cleveland games. But I want you to get on because we know we got rumors going around here that Brian Cashman is calling uh, the Indians about some of their pitchers. So I went on there Thursday morning. He cut me off. Cut you bastard. short. Cut you short. Uh, uh, we love you, Munch. I understand we were running up against it there. <laughs> cut you short. It's fine. I will, well, I'll let him. I'll let him slide for this time. Next oh, time we got in here. Oh, wow, that was good. <laughs> but anyway, um, so Davey Garcia, right? I was this a showcase to send him somewhere else? No, 
no, no, no, you don't touch this kid. And when I, when I watch someone who's performing, you know, making their debut, even, even the highest of highly touted stout, uh, highly touted players. Okay. I don't just look at stuff. I know these guys have Speaking good of stuff. Players, sorry, sorry to cut you off. A Rod and Jordan would not be buying the Mets. Dropped out. You know, uh, somebody said that A Rod okay. pulled out, and the the initial reaction was of J Lo. <laughs> uh, probably not. Um, Inappropriate. So, a lot of things. We my my number one thing uh, with oh. with we're being sponsored by a company <laughs> that advertises shaving your balls. Okay, balls, um, balls. So when you watch a guy like Davey Garcia, you know what the what the scouting report is on this guy. You know he has good stuff. So I'm not just looking for good stuff because I know he has it. You look at this guy's mentality, right? You look at his demeanor on the mound. First of all, this sounds this might sound stupid to people, but being in being a professional athlete where everyone around you is six foot fucking a million, and you're five nine in the center of the diamond on a on a mound making your debut is not an easy thing. It's not something that you're just out there and you just have that cool, calm, confidence, demeanor about you. And this kid did the entire way through. It didn't matter what happened. It didn't matter even after that run scored, that unearned run scored. He was still excited to get out of that inning. He still knew he was the guy for the job. And this kid should not go anywhere, anywhere. I don't care. There's no one right now more valuable than than the Yankees watching to see what this kid could be could be in a couple of years. So, so instead of being, so Davey Garcia basically is going to be the answer for the Yankees starting rotation for the rest of 2020, whether or Absolutely. not. So you're saying the answer should be that he pitches for them and not gets traded for somebody else to pitch for them. Well, it's not even to me. It's not even a question. The risk to reward of, of getting someone here compared to what this kid is capable of. I'm not listen, I'm not sitting here saying he's the next greatest pitcher in the entire world. What I'm telling you is he showed you enough tonight to prove that he could be the at the top of the league one day. But and you got to take that you got to take that risk on this kid. But the fact that you're saying that means that his trade value has just skyrocketed. I don't care. Yeah, of course. But well, I don't here's, care. Here's here's some Davy Garcia news is that he was he wasn't technically called up today. He was selected as the 29th man for the doubleheader. Right. So the Yankees returned them to the alternate site. But that's expected. Uh, it, it is, but do, is he going to get another? Is he going to get a call again in five days Christian, or four days or whatever? Can I be honest with you? If they don't call him up, I will be seriously, I will question everything that they're doing. Well, do they have another doubleheader lined up next week? So he, he might be their doubleheader guy. I don't know. I think this was the, the last one they had scheduled. Uh, because it was only an Orioles one, an Orioles one. Oh uh, yeah, sometime in September fourth, they're playing a doubleheader. So that's one, two, three, that's four. Friday. And wouldn't you know it? That's Boom. his day to pitch. There you go. That's his welcome day to back. Pitch. So come on, <laughs> and then and then you make that decision. No, if then you, come, you could even send him back down for five days, and then and then yeah. call him back up or four days, whatever. And then you call him back up. This kid. Yeah. So on Friday, the Yankees have a doubleheader, and that's Davey Garcia's game to pitch. So. Is Davey Garcia taking the mound in Baltimore? Yeah, and you yes. know what? He's got to do a lot at this point to lose that spot, in my opinion, because it, it's not like we have a healthy rotation right no, now. He's earned another start. He's he earned. Did. He's earned more than just a start to me. He's your guy to lose with at this point. And Chris, you know what I loved most about him today? 
he dictated the pace of that game. One hundred percent. That's what I meant when by he, his demeanor of being yeah. a short guy in the center of a diamond. It was his game. No one fucked with that. When he no, when he was pitching and he before nobody was on base, he was on the mound, ready to go. Get the fuck in the box. I'm gonna get your ass out. And then when he had to slow the game down and make the batters wait because the game, you know, a little high leverage with the. With runners on, he did that too. He can complete. It's very rare that you can see a guy go out there and completely control the way the game is played, and he Absolutely. did that today. Absolutely, and that goes uh, to my to my original point that that goes far beyond what a guy's stuff is because these guys are major. These guys are professional baseball players. We know they got good stuff. Yeah, it's about how you execute. And I tweeted this out after the after he came out of the game. Davey Garcia became the youngest pitcher in Major League Baseball history, not just Yankee history, Major League Baseball history, to record six strikeouts with zero walks and zero earned runs in his debut start, minimum of five innings pitched. The youngest pitcher in Major League history. That's not easy to do. And the biggest standout is the walks. Yeah. I mean, to have six strikeouts, zero walks, and not give up an earned run, never been done at at his age ever in a debut start. And that wasn't a blowout game, you know. That's a one-run tie game for the most part. That's that's not easy to do. And, and when you're when your team's backs against the wall, yeah, yes, right. They just won a huge game, and winning this game tonight would really make you feel like they're coming back around. Yes. This kid did not even. He didn't care who was who, who, where he was, who he was playing. It was his game, and he controlled it the entire time. Yep, definitely uh, very impressed with Davey Garcia today. So let's get to qu- uh, Twitter real quick here. Uh, your buddy Gibbs wants to know, is uh, Brooks Krisky the next great <laughs> Yankees reliever? And he threw in another sentence in there. The next, Yeah, the he next wants to know if, uh, am I thinking Paul Quantrill? I think uh, you're thinking th- uh, Scott Proctor. Scott maybe. Proctor. I think he's trolling a little. So no, he definitely is. Hey, he uh, ate up some innings today, and he he was spotting sometimes. But this, all right. So I'm glad he brought up Brooks Krisky because real quick, because this is another thing. Why did Boone leave in Krisky so long? And then you get the quote punt game, right? <laughs> Again, he's got no out of you know he's got no Chapman, right? What's Boone's big rule? I don't pitch guys three days in a row. That would have been three days in a row for. Uh, out of Vino and Chapman got those guys are out. We already know Canley and Britain are on the IL. Where do you want them to go right now? They're losing. This team is not in the last week or whatever it's been. This team has not shown offensively that they could fucking string together enough hits to score three runs. Uh, they were down six to four or they were down two runs at the time. They would have needed three to win. They haven't been able to put three runs on the board, period. And you want them to score three more? I don't blame Boone for that. I'm sorry. I don't. I got to read the tea leaves. I got to see how my team is playing. And I got another game coming up. Absolutely. 100%. You have to be smart there. You have a double header. I, I, at that point, your offense is anemic. You don't just You don't just snap your finger and that changes. And now you should just be wasting arms away. In a seven-two game, and who would have been Holder, Sessa, right? Yeah, like there's so many better options. There's so many better options, guys. Seriously, Don Sicario here. Don Sicario. This show is going to be over an hour and a half, and we want to thank everybody for sticking with us here. Lots of lots of content though today, so you know it's not like we're just talking bullshit here. Uh, We are talking bullshit, but. 
Don Sicario. Don he just Sicario. wants a shout out. So there it is, buddy. Don Sicario. Big <laughs> shout out up, to bro? a faithful listener from the beginning. Uh, okay. He wants Brian to do the Francesca voice. Okay, listen. Okay. I, I don't I don't like a lot of fans. Okay. We all know that. But this Don Sicario. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. He's real deal. Okay. Tony Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> Franco wants to know if Chris is on the IL still. Obviously not. Chris back, is back. Baby back and uh chris cologne we can just give a quick answer here wants to know uh if you can only get one do over in yankee history what would it be he says mo blown the game in game seven in the 2001 uh, world series i'm in agreement on that one i'm not i'm gonna go with jacoby ellsbury or sunny gray Ooh. can i do over that winning a world series listen man that yeah, world yeah, series no. was so unreal that all that whole playoff was just you would so rather unreal. stricken Jacoby Ellsbury from the from Yankee history than Jacoby win another Ellsbury World Series. ruined so uh-huh, many years. Uh-huh. Okay, that was one moment. Jacoby Ellsbury ruined ha- ten years. I mean, how many years? Eight years? Six years? Uh-huh. All right, Ryan. Okay, okay. I go with uh, I go with the two thousand one moment. Okay, maybe scrap the uh, ALCS of 04. Okay, just the whole thing. Okay, erase it from a memory like it's Men in Black. Okay, that's actually a bad one. 04 is bad. Okay, 04 is worse for me than, than 01. At least we got a pennant in 01. No, World 01 is always going to be worse for me. I'm sorry. We had the World Series. We had a lead in the yeah. ninth inning with Mariano Rivera oh, on the mound. That was, that was my first heartbreak. I think, that, I think 01 is the first time we started hearing more men have walked on the moon than have scored against Mariano Rivera. Oh, boy. Luis Gonzalez fucking ruins our lives. And even though he didn't respond to this direct tweet, we got to give a shout out to our boy Ryan, who's still getting his balls busted by his wife Gloria day in and day out. Uh, you know, Gloria, you can't do that. We tell you this all the time: seven game losing streak. You can't do that. You got to just take a hike. Go, go, go for a walk. Take or something. a hike, or you know Yo, what, Chris, I'm going to get on Ryan married, for a little. So, so my wife gets on my ass during a seven game losing streak. I'm going to get on know? Ryan for a little. Oh yeah. Man up and get the fuck out. Man up, get to a hotel. If they're in a two or three game skid, you get to a hotel and you ride it out there. You don't you don't let her you gotta be like Davy Garcia. You gotta dictate Why? You're on your team is on a losing streak and you gotta leave your house? No, she's got she's gotta go. Wow. She can't let she's gotta go. I'm I sorry. do like the videos though, so keep making them. Please. <laughs> they're so good. Yeah, okay. Before we get any uh, we're not sexist chauvinist men, okay. I am, know. but I hide it, so Hello. Maybe I, I hide it well. All right, so quick look ahead here. The the Tampa Rays are coming in. Uh, the Yankees have to fucking win. I'm yeah. sorry. Please. <laughs> Please beat this fucking team. Bottom uh, line. We got a, a three-game set coming up here. The Yankees have lined up their pitching, so it's Cole Tanaka and Montgomery. Let's There's go. no excuse. No excuse, man. They came in here last, uh, two weeks ago, whatever it was now, and, and they dropped their balls on Yankee Stadium and said this is a... Were they manscaped balls? I don't know. I didn't, I'm I turned sweeping the floor. It was, it was, <laughs> Yo, yeah. let's just talk real quick. How good uh-huh. is Tanaka against the Rays? He's Normally. Shut the door. Normally. Uh-huh. Let's go. Uh-huh. Last year, that was his best outing. I need that from Tanaka. And you know, you want to know what? I... Well, if he gets bombed, it's not going to change my opinion of him, but I need the ace. I need the $324 million man to walk on the fucking mound on Monday night and say, this is my fucking house, this is my team, and you're not beating me tonight. I need 100%. fucking Cole 
to do that on Monday night. That's 100%. absolutely what I need to do to see him do. 100%. Drop the balls. Let's go. Show us what the fuck you're made of. 100%. Absolutely. You want, you know, we love you, Garrett. Garrett Cole, baby, all the good shit. Show me why you're the ace. That's a challenge, my man. Show me why you're the ace. Guess who's going to accept that challenge? Garrett. Garrett fucking Cole. I'm telling you right now. So Thursday, makeup game with the Mets at 4 o'clock. Then Friday, the doubleheader with the Orioles. Saturday night, Orioles. And then Sunday, 105, uh with the Orioles. I think we should try to work on something, doing something fun for that game since it's a holiday weekend. I thought you were going to say since it's the Orioles because that sounds boring. Is Glaber going to be back for the Orioles or what? <laughs> Please. I don't, I heard he might yeah, be another we'll three weeks away. What? Uh, yeah, that's what, whatever. Just keep these guys on the IL till, till they fucking moonwalk into the postseason. We might be getting some bullpen help. I think Britain will be back during the race series. So that should help out the bullpen. Um, so that's the week ahead. Uh, big, big series, man. I can't understate that because right now the standings, uh, the Yankees are, uh, two, of the loss. two games back in the loss column of the race here. Uh, and just one game up on the fucking Toronto blue Jays who they haven't. The so Buffalo the Yankees blue have gotten Jays. hot a little bit here. If you want to say that and won the last three, but the, the Jays have won four in a row, so they haven't been able to put any space back between them. And they haven't played them yet this year, so there's going to be a lot of games coming yeah. up in September with the Toronto Blue Jays. Okay. So uh, we want to thank everybody for sticking with this uh, extra large pod today. Uh, so thank you very much. Sometimes, you know, we get complaints that our show is too long, but you can go F yourself if you think that because we're only going long when we have content to give you and we want to give you every, you know, we want to give you the most complete show possible. So uh, if you stuck with us through this, thank you very much. We appreciate your support. Go to nyysportstalk.com. Get the Garrett Cole A shirt. Uh, you obviously won't be able to wear it for a start Monday, but if you order it, it will be here before the end of the season. I also have to, I have to shout, uh, out to Willie V. He was messaging us. He went onto our website. He filled it out. He's looking for how to leave us a rating and review, but he doesn't have an iPhone. So he asked me, can you guys please give me a shout out? Love your podcast. Uh, that's your shout out, Willie. We love you too. Thanks, Will. All right. Also, this week, uh, we're going to start putting together the Sterling Silhouette series. We did the voting on Twitter. It was Derek Jeter. I'm going to try to do this from memory. Derek Jeter. uh, I forget. uh, Aaron Judge. uh, Clint Frazier. And I forget. (laughs) So I'll have to go back and look. But I know Jeter, Frazier, and Judge. Very suspenseful release. Yeah. We forget, but you won't. I because I don't want to go scrolling through when we're running long, but it's definitely Derek Jeter won the Glor- the uh, Dynasty years. Um, oh, it was Matsui that won the uh, 2009 nice. uh, World Champion team, and A then thriller. it was uh, <laughs> who won the infielders? Do you remember? Who Tyler won Wade. Tyler Wade. <laughs> he had a new one today, but let's not. Yeah, Tyler Wade in the shade. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to go back and look who won the current infielders and then uh Frazier uh and Judge actually tied for the outfielders, but then Chris Ryan and I broke the tie and voted for uh Frazier and then Judge won the second chance vote, so he got in anyway. Uh we'll just have to go back. So we'll we'll be working on those. I think it was Glaber Torres. Yeah, was it Glaber? I think so. 
Okay. So we'll, but we'll, uh, we'll be working on that this week. So be on the lookout for that. Plus our Geo Rochelle shirts coming too. So every, lots of new stuff coming. So thank you very much for listening to episode 191 of the NYY Sports Talk podcast to be on uh, in the loop, as they say, for all the new merch dropping. You have to follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. Uh, Stack Guy Rye. Go Yanks. Chris, say goodbye. Hey. Hey.